If you had the Raiders beating the Chargers 21-0 in the first quarter, you're probably very rich and very happy tonight. That is the score with three minutes left in that first quarter. Vegas up 21-0. And you think they're gonna Chargers are gonna run the ball much? Well, they just ran it. Back to or I guess it was one point, then they threw it to Gerald Everett for ten yards. I feel like ESPN's site is down. Chargers fumble, Chargers fumble, Chargers punt, Raiders touchdown, Raiders touchdown, Raiders touchdown. Pretty much. That's how that's going. He's got to get fired after this, right? I mean, you would think. My gosh, if he doesn't get fired after this, I what wonder, is it going to take? I wonder what they would Don't make. Don't be cheap. I wonder what how much money they would save by just waiting till the end of the season. I mean, we're basically to, at the end of the season, though. Yeah, you'd have to think that like he's got the the storage mart boxes in his office, like to where he it's has like to, right? just you just go there to work and it's it's empty. One foot out the door already. Yeah. Um, how embarrassing. Hey, man, do better. Austin Eckler has, from what I can see, one carry for six yards. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, man, that's so funny. Uh, this is After Hours 16 Sports Radio. A little bit of note on the injury report. Isaiah Pacheco still out. This was Andy Reid on the uh, offense without Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, well, that's a tough question because um, no matter how I answer it, it makes somebody not look good. So uh, we love Pacheco and we love his energy. Um, but at the same time, Clyde uh, and McKinnon, I thought, did a, a tremendous job in there. So um, I don't want to slight any of them because they're playing well and they all bring energy in their own way. I think this is going to be one of those things that we monitor for the next four weeks because, as Pete Sweeney said last night on Air at Pride Radio, this is one of those things where do you necessarily, because he said you don't want to give teams you know, any sort of bulletin board material, you don't want to you know, seem like you're more superior than other teams, which the Chiefs are. There'll be significant favorites moving forward throughout every week with the teams they play. Nine and a half this week versus New England on the road, by the way. Um, and do you really need Isaiah Pacheco versus New England? Do you really need Isaiah Pacheco versus the Raiders? Do you really need Isaiah Pacheco versus Cincinnati? Maybe that's the game that he gets back. Now, look, you're a team trying to fix all the minor mistakes. So obviously the 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 team that you can have in full longer at this stretch of the season would be nice to have just because you can get geared up for the playoffs. But again, Isaiah Pacheco knows what he needs to do in the playoffs. Isaiah Pacheco knows what kind of running back he has to be. He was that guy. It was this time last year that they really ramped up his running ability and really ramped up his numbers to get them ready for the playoffs. And Isaiah Pacheco was great. But again, the shoulder injury, the last thing you need is for him to, you know, get back on the field against a meaningless Raiders game on Christmas day and be like, all right, one carry boom. And it's even worse than it was. And then Isaiah Pacheco's out for the rest of the season. Just let him get right. Trust that your offense will be all right with the two headed monster and Clyde Edwards, Zolaire and Jarek McKinnon, who they're starting to ramp up a little bit more. You'll see probably more and more of him as the weeks go on. But again, I think this is one of those things that we're going to look at week in and week out moving forward where it's like, I didn't practice again this week. Well, does he necessarily need to play? Now, again, I'm with you. You'd like to have everybody ramped up and ready to go come playoff time. That's where you want that's where you want Isaiah Pacheco to be. Ready to go. And the first week of the playoffs, if you are the two seed, not the one seed, and then maybe, you know, he plays against Cincinnati, then you rest the starters against the Chargers because you don't you're not going to go up any further or go down any lower, if that's the perfect case scenario. 
and then you're ready for the playoffs. Something else we're ready for is the out of left field question. We do it every night at 8 o'clock here on After Hours. Tonight's question. I think this one will get a lot of responses, a lot of interesting ones as well. But tonight's out of left field question is, what's a snack from your childhood you loved, but you wouldn't or you don't eat today? 913-586-7610. What is a snack from your childhood that you loved, but you probably wouldn't or you do not eat today? Dusty like it. Julio Sanchez. 913-586-7610. We'll get your response on the other side. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. Still don't have the perfect holiday gift? At Shane Company, we have the largest selection of last-minute gifts in every price range. Gorgeous gold chains, diamond stud earrings, that special pendant they'll wear every day and more. As your friend in the jewelry business, we offer our customers high-quality jewelry, the best warranty in the industry, and exceptional customer service. Tis the season to shine. Shane Company, fine jewelry since 1929. Did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? And if you drive while you're high, law enforcement can definitely tell. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Office in downtown Wichita. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's attorneys, a partner men can count on. CordellCordell.com. Drinking and driving will change your whole world. Whether you get pulled over or get into a crash, things will never be the same. Getting a sober ride will change your world for the better. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. This week, raise a glass to your home team's Tully Touchdown with Tullamore Dew, the original triple blended, triple distilled, smooth sipping Irish whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, imported by William Grant and Sons Incorporated, New York, New York. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT Mondays at 310. 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAF HD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. Everybody was comfortable fighting. Yeah, they were. That's one thing I never got into as a kid was like karate or taekwondo or kung fu. It's too slow for me too. I just, yeah, I was never a violent kid. I mean, did you did, did you at least take some classes? No, no, I I took some. It just was. I couldn't even do a roundhouse kick. If I did, I'd probably throw out my back. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, I never found any joy of punching through a board. But I do find yeah. joy in walking, which I'll do tonight, which is going to be fun. That's This is nuts. So you're going to walk outside mm-hmm. two miles. Mm-hmm. Every I day. Mean, it's not necessarily cold, but it's cold enough that I'm... Nah, especially you wear, two miles? What? You wear, uh, you wear a th- treadmill, my man. No, dude. You don't get that. I mean, I know you can incline, decline. I don't want to pay for a gym membership. What? I have bands in my house that I use for lifting. I can walk around the beautiful Christmas lit downtown Lee Summit, so... 
You're crazy. They're, I always am envious, though, the people that are out just, like, having a good time at the bars on, like, a Thursday night. I'm like, ah. And you're out doing your old man walk? Yeah. You're getting old, my man. I know, man. Definitely shedding, a sign. Shedding LBs, bro. Now, now you just need, like, a little sweatband that you wear. Well, I'll wear, like, a beanie. Wristbands. I'll wear a hoodie, a reflected shirt, and then I'll wear, like, thermal A reflected pants. shirt. Yeah, so I don't want to get hit. Okay. At least you're safe. You sound really old right now. Yeah, but I sound really active. Uh, I I guess. I mean, at this point, why don't you just hit the mall? It's only 45. Just just hit the mall. I mean, then you don't have to worry about any elements, and you don't have to wear anything shiny and reflective, mm. you know? Yeah. Join the rest of the old people. That's fine. Maybe yeah. you should get there at maybe like 10 a.m. I thought about doing it this morning, but then I went and got my haircut at 7 a.m., which is also crazy. It's also old. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. But I Keep also going. go to a very popular barber, so I don't want to get – and I have a schedule. I have to you know, I have to do a side gig of working in the morning, then i got to come here at night. I'm not going to be able to plan when I'm going to get cut from the restaurant, so I don't want to be like, yeah, I'll be there at 3, and then I'm late. And he's one of those guys, man. He's on a schedule. If you're not there, he doesn't – sorry. I mean, you gotta you, you got to plan out your day like mm-hmm. an old person would. I, under, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I found out today that I'm the same age as Kevin's mom from Home Alone 1. She was 36 when she let Kevin oh, go. Oh, during the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Does that make you feel old? Do you feel like you could handle the 15 kids that they had? No, but I feel like there's a topic to say that she might be the biggest Christmas villain. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Fine, then you can stay I mean, here for the rest of the night. I, maybe I will. Maybe you should make a wish. That you, maybe you should ask Santa for your family to disappear. Why but, would you inflect that on your kid? I mean, I think Hans is a bigger villain, but, you know. Mm. He was just high on cocaine. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true. All right, let's get to that left field question. We do it every single night The out of left field question Your answers are what pleases me 913-586-7610 What's a childhood snack that you had A lot of That you either don't or won't eat today As an adult Again Julio, every night that we do this I give the producer the option You can lead off or you can hit second uh, I'll lead off. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll lead off with two real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, Gushers. I used to love Gushers. And uh, I just feel like they're so terrible for you now. It's very old of me. Now they're terrible for you? Yeah. You yeah. know, they weren't back then, but now now they are. Uh, and then also, you know, when the ice cream truck used to come around uh-huh. and the, the ice cream with the uh, with the bubble gum for the nose kind of thing, the clown or the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sonic those, the Hedgehog, Tweety Bird. I used to kill those. And now, you know. Tasmanian Devil. I've, I've grown out of that stage, mm-hmm. unfortunately. What's good for you, though, is you have a little one that in about two or three years will start eating Gushers or will start getting that ice cream from the ice cream truck, and Dad might be going back to his childhood roots. It's it's funny you mentioned that because mm-hmm. last night we went out to a restaurant, yeah. and, and mind you, she's five months old now. Uh-huh. He asked me if I wanted a kid's menu, mm-hmm. and I said yes. Uh-huh. And my partner, she, uh, she made fun of me and refused me the service of getting that kid's menu mm. and the crayons because she said, crayons. the kid's too young, you're too old, we do not need to have it. So she ruined all my fun. But I so, did, I, tr- I tried. So she's still at the age of like, you get... She's like, too good for it. It's yeah. fine. She's too good. Mm. You know, stick in the mud. Okay. I was just trying to have some fun. I would say that the childhood snack that I used to eat a lot of that I don't eat anymore, one of two, like you said. Number one, probably like cheap nachos where I would go get the Tostitos bag, put a bunch on a paper plate, and then put shredded cheese over it, and then zap in the microwave. <laughs> sure, sure. You I never, don't know that that's like a kid's thing. 
Well, I mean, like, 10 years old, that's, you're still a kid at 10, right? Depending on your level of age that you consider to be a kid, some people might still think I am a kid. Kid at heart. I hear that. Um, or the other one would be, like, like pudding cups. Which I just had the other day. Yeah. But I, I, to be fair, to balance it out, it was tapioca. So you got the little mm. kid's pudding cup, but it's the old person's version. So yeah. happy medium. It's fine. Um, so those would be my two. Because one, I don't have a microwave anymore. I got rid of I've had a microwave you for don't like, have a microwave? I haven't used a How microwave in seven years. What? Yeah, true story. How can you survive? Oven, air fryer, which I guess is like a glorified microwave. So it's not really like saying I'm like this, you know, inventive, inventive like person that's out here like, oh, you don't have a microwave. I mean, I have an air fryer. So I, don't get me wrong. I love my air fryer. Mm-hmm. We use it multiple times a week. Yeah. But sometimes you just need a minute, pop something in the microwave for mm-hmm. a minute real no. quick. That's no. it. Another one I would say oh is like chocolate milk. I don't really drink chocolate milk anymore. I'd agree. And I used to love chocolate milk. I was more of a strawberry milk guy, but I, I yeah, same difference. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a Chateau milk. That used to hit really different when I was a kid. I had that uh, Eagle's Tears last year. Remember mm, that? Yeah. That some good stuff. 913-586-7610. What's a childhood snack you used to love or eat all the time that you don't or wouldn't eat today? Somebody from the 816 said ramen noodle seasoning on crackers and spam. That sounds That's gnarly. Gross. That sounds, that doesn't sound like a childhood snack That sounds like a doomsday prepper snack. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like we'll see that snack on the last of a season, too. Sounds like a college snack to me. Um, 816, Little Debbie Star Crunch or Fudge Rounds? I was never a fudge round guy. I was more of an oatmeal cream pie. I don't eat those see anymore. That. I can see that. Um, especially now that, well, never mind. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Let's keep it clean, please. Okay. Thank you. I mean, those two names are pretty dirty. You want a fudge round or you want a Couldn't cream leave pie? leave it alone, huh? Okay. No. Couldn't leave it alone. All right. All right. My stepmom said, uh, one, she's happy that you're back this week. She missed you. Thank and you. Two, I miss you, too. She said Twinkies. Didn't have them a lot, but had them as a kid. Probably wouldn't eat them anymore today. I'd eat them deep fried. I've never had a deep fried Twinkie. No, I've had a deep fried stuff. Oreo and a Nutter Butter. The Nutter Butter blew that, that my, sounds I mean, blew me away. Blowing. Yes. Because they do like two different downtown events in uh, downtown Lee Summit. There's always that one truck that's got deep fried everything. Yep. And they did like an Oreo Nutter Butter combo. Oh, holy smokes, dude. Talk to me more, please. Gave you, they gave you one Nutter Butter, one Oreo, powdered sugar on top. And then I walked for four miles after I ate those. I bet you did. Uh, from the 253, ants on a log only because mom makes it best and I'm far away from her now. That's the peanut butter on celery with raisins with on raisins, top of that. That's correct. I think raisins are I would underrated. say raisins, yes. And I do love raisins. They're the best part of trail mix. It's an old person take, but it's fine. That's always my take on trail mix is that the raisin is the best part. If you're like, are you kidding me? Cashew the is the best the, part. Yeah, Cashew is the best part. I love trail mix, by the way. I do too. Like, Underrated. Love, it very. Yes. I used to love trail mix. Yeah, I agree. Ugh. Twinkies, they've changed the taste in the filling. Is that true? Yeah. It's I don't different... think they I think they have a lot less of a of a shelf life now, too. You know, they don't they don't last 40 years like they used to. Peanut butter patty, too much sugar now. Yeah, you gotta watch that sugar intake the older you get. Danon Hughes, I asked him when he was in here with Desmond Moses, and I was like, Danon, you guys. What's a snack you ate as a kid that you don't eat more? Danon says he still eats this snack. 
Oreos and cold applesauce, and he dips the Oreos in the applesauce. Oh, no. That is gnarly. Oh, that, that sounds is gnarly. gross. And it makes the, the Oreo all soggy. And he was like, you got to have cold applesauce. No. And he was no. like, I'll eat a whole sleeve of them things. <laughs> I was like, get out of town. Gross. When's the last time you had ramen noodles or like cup of noodles? Uh, you're asking the wrong person. Yesterday? I, 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 yeah, last week. I, I, I keep, uh, I, I, I've upgraded. You had ramen I've, noodles in Seattle? Look, yes, I did actually. Seriously? Yes. How much fish did you eat in Seattle? Uh, not so much fish, but I did eat like oysters. Mm, um, you know what oysters are? I did. They're an aphrodisiac. That's what I. That's what I heard. You know? Did Didn't it work? work for, it did not work for me. Okay. No. Nope. What a great first date idea. Hey, you want to get some beers and shuck some oysters? Oh, I'm just so hot after that. I just need to do something. What would you like to do? Would you like to have an oatmeal cream pie? Do you see that? T- all right, that's we're, we're going to move on from that. That's a snack. Do you see the, the recent story of the, the gal that was on a first date and ordered five dozen oysters and ate them all, and Good then he her. left? He and left? left her with the bill? Oh, that's I mean, mean. look, five dozen. You, are oysters that that's expensive? That's just gross. Yeah, yeah, they are. Like a dozen is probably like 40, 50 bucks. See, I was introduced to oysters as a young kid because my dad and my stepmom's old Love boss oysters. used to go to jazz on state line. He was a huge Oklahoma football fan. And he would go to jazz on state line, and they'd watch Oklahoma football on Saturdays, shuck oysters, and drink beer. In Oklahoma? You know, that's... that's no, it's here. Even here. Uh, I'm just saying. But then I did... I've read, like, two Anthony Bourdain books. He's, like, one of my, like, favorite people of all time. R.I.P. Love him. Yeah. And he said you should never eat oysters unless you go somewhere where they're, like, well-known fresh. and fresh out of the water. I'm agreed. Because if you're eating oysters in the Midwest... That's ugh. what I'm saying. That's uh, suspect, man. That's and you got to have some brews in you before you start hitting it, that loogie of the sea. It better be a very high-class restaurant. Somebody says Hot Pockets from the 816. Agreed. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a Hot Pocket. Man, I guess I just never grew up. Like, probably a couple months ago. I usually hit the Target yeah. before I come here, uh-huh. and I'll get a box of Hot Pockets mm. because it's quick, easy. What's you know. your flavor? The ham and cheddar? Uh, the Philly cheesesteak. Ooh. It's probably the best one. I used to eat the ham and cheese one or the broccoli cheddar, I think was one of them, too. The chicken bacon is also yeah. fire. Yeah. I also don't eat pizza rolls or bagel bites. Like, I'd, do, I'd do some weird stuff for a bagel bite. Like uh, oatmeal are, cream pie? Yeah. I bet those are weird. Or weird. I bet those are good out of a air fryer bagel bite. I bet they are. I know pizza rolls are good because I have friends that have kids and they'll just be like, yeah, I'll just dump a bag of 40 in there, air fry them, pull them out, put them on a plate, and they'll just watch them come like pigeons in New York City. I mean, what's with the burning of the mouth? Have they not figured that problem out yet? Oh, how you always get the you roof? Just bite, yeah, you just bite you gotta, it. And you got to tear the little corner off you and then you got to... Both corners and then you blow from yeah. one side. Agreed. Peanut butter banana sandwich. Fritos and peanut butter from the 816. Fritos and peanut that butter. Sounds disgusting. I did love Ritz crackers and peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still do. Ritz mm-hmm. crackers, good peanut butter and jelly. Somebody said. Um, Scoop it on there. Good peanut stuff. butter and jelly, bologna sandwich, and fruity pebbles, but I still might, but I haven't for years, so who knows? Bologna for sure. If I get high sure. again, I might. Bologna for sure. I feel like that is a very kiddish deli meat. I never really ate bologna and cheese I don't sandwiches. either. It's, bologna's gross to me. That's like an era before us. Like yeah. our parents like grew up on fried bologna sandwiches or bologna and cheese sandwiches. Like my buddy's dad, he'll go to a deli like a, or a, a meat market and get like fresh bologna that's yeah. like whatever. He'll just sit there and cut it, put a piece of cheese Gross. on it, eat it while he's drinking on the patio. I'm not a fan of uh, mystery meats like that. Mm. You know? Bologna. Ugh. 
Haven't had a toaster strudel in forever, but I would That's crush solid. one right now. That is solid. Agreed. I love toaster strudels. They changed the game. They did. Like when you just they had did. Pop-Tarts and then all of a sudden toaster strudels came out. But the problem with toaster strudels is five out of the ten times you ate them, the inside was still cold. Yes. Because you were making That's them fair. at like 851 and your bus was getting there at 856. Yep. And it's just like, pop them, let's go. Speaking of, Uncrustables. Yeah. You know, I love. I used to love some Uncrustables. Uncrustables. Frozen. Yeah, you out get of the freezer. Freezer. Yep. Oh, it's solid. Man, I haven't had a toaster strudel forever. I feel like Cody Tab can make a dynamite homemade toaster strudel. We should challenge him. I oh, agree. I guarantee you. I do agree. It. Yeah, he made these like lemon gingerbread, like oatmeal cream pie type cookie. Ooh. Fantastic. Ooh. Oh, fantastic. Chico sticks and fruit roll-ups. Sticks to my teeth too much. Another person said cotton candy. Never liked cotton candy. Yeah, me neither. I'm prideful of my hands. I think I have very good-looking hands. And cotton candy just, ugh. I just didn't like the texture of melting in your mouth like that. It was just like whipped sugar. Yeah. Somebody says black licorice from 785. I can't no, even drink Jaeger because thing. of it. Ugh. Well, you shouldn't drink Jaeger in general. Agreed. I'm just saying, like, that is like gasoline. Black licorice anything. I had really. a I had a Jaeger kick when I was younger. Ugh, never. A girl that I was really good friends with, her and I were off and on in high school, and it'd be like, hey, can you get a thing of Jaeger night? We just split it, I'll get the Red Bull. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Haven't touched it since college. So a long time. 913-586-7610. What's a food you ate as a kid that you prob or a snack that you loved as a kid that you haven't or wouldn't eat today? That is the out of left field question. Still rock ego waffle with peanut butter. Gotta pull a quick so the peanut butter melts. Mm. No kidding. I like peanut butter on my pancakes. Agreed. That's a good one. Solid. You can't talk for like 10 minutes after you eat them, but it's still good. It's very dry. We'll get back to the wide receiver room, and what's been nice to see is that someone has stepped up, and it's a rookie. Sometimes it doesn't matter your age or your longevity in NFL. You just got to be that dude in the room. That's Julio Sanchez and that Sanchez in that room. I'm Dusty Likens in this room. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. Boy, we've got to come a long way to have Danny Parkins back doing promos. That's the first time I've heard that. Right. I know he does the first and pop with Andrew Filipponi. I didn't know we were we were we had promos up. Always nice to see fellow co-workers thriving in the world. Parkins on top of the world in Chicago. He's gotta have a nice little last two seasons. Trade your first round pick. Get this year's first round pick. You got a quarterback that you drafted, probably going to trade. I want to say he had a tweet that said he there were like seven general managers or something that they asked or something about what would you do with Justin Fields, and all seven said they'd trade him. I mean. And then draft a quarterback with that first pick that yeah. Carolina's giving you. You have a chance to restart the clock. Why wait? Yeah. That's just silly if you don't. He looked good last week against Detroit. I mean, look, if he can go to a, a franchise that is a solid franchise and has a solid foundation. I think he can I don't think he'll ever be 
Lamar Jackson. No. But he could be serviceable, I think. Yeah. But he's just, it's just a terrible situation, man. It doesn't sound like Chicago's the system for one Justin Fields. I don't think that's the system for anyone. Although he did look good, I thought, against Detroit last week. Yeah, he has his moments, man. That's I mean, he's he has he has skills. He, yeah. He can fling it. I just think people need to let him be him. I think that's, that's the, the problem. Pro- yeah. That's the problem there. It's like Lamar ran a ton when he was young. Now he's starting to sit back and throw it more. Now he's got Odell Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers, and Mark Andrews, who unfortunately is hurt. But, like, you know, you get older, you develop the game, you develop some skill sets, and then all of a sudden it can happen. Like, that would be like a total Chicago thing that would happen is they would, like, let Justin Fields go. He would end up in, like, I don't know, let's say Pittsburgh. And then all of a sudden Mike Tomlin's like, you know what, I'm going to let this guy do his thing. We're going to keep this defense going. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's the next Cordell Stewart. I mean, that's part of the problem, isn't it, with Chicago? I mean, the the coaching, right? At least at least when Lamar Jackson came in, right? He had mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh. They built the system around him and tailored it to his skill set. They didn't do any of that in, in Chicago. You know, it's unfortunate. Somebody in the text line said, Dusty, what do you think about your bet right now? I said, well, now nah, I think it's dead. 28-0 <laughs> yeah. Raiders with yeah. 9-15 left in the first half. Are the Raiders going to kill your over? By themselves? By themselves. Yeah, because the over is 36 and a half. I mean, it's... Rest it's possible. in peace. Dusty's Thursday night bet. You got to have some juice, though. Because to me, there's no better feeling than when you are on the drive home from the show and you're like, all right, we need 10 yards here and we need another two catches from this guy. And then you go home and watch the final one. But now I won't have to watch anything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I, I feel like there's five people watching this game at this point now. There's no. There might be only two now. No reason to watch this. Yeah. Chargers just absolutely getting blown out. I mean, they just did not show up tonight. No. And they didn't even have Expect a far they didn't have anywhere they didn't have a far way to travel either. No, no. They just, you know. From Los Angeles to Vegas? That's a team that's quit. Oh, they hundred percent. hundred percent. Especially after last week when I think Brandon Staley's like, Yeah, we're gonna try to do something different in the running game, get Joshua Kelly involved. Oh, okay. I know Austin Eckler's had a down year. How'd that work out? Not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. yeah. They won. They won six nothing against New England. I mean, that's brutal. That's, that what was that? One of the brutal. worst football games anybody's ever seen. Had to be ugly. I it almost was... like sent an email to NFL Network. It was like, hey, can you tell Scott Hansen to stop going to the New England game? I don't need to see this anymore. I'll get an update when something happens, so I'll never get an update. Six zero. Obviously, their quarterback is out. The uh, quarterback for the Chargers tonight is what Easton Stick. Ethan Stick. Sure. Yeah. What, what's an Easton stick? Um, probably a German car. Easton stick. He looks exactly as you would imagine Easton stick would look like. Sounds kind of dirty. I'm not Six one North Dakota State, 2019 round five pick. Sounds like something dirty you'd do to someone else. Kind of like an oatmeal cream pie. You, you know? want you want that Easton stick? All right. Hmm. Yo, Dusty from the 913, this is Casey Warrior here. Just want to say I enjoy listening to you and what you're doing. But can you at least do me a favor? Can you go on the radio and give a shout-out to the family of Chiefs superfan Daniel Nelson, a.k.a. Redbeard? He was the Chiefs fan who died in the car accident after the game on last Saturday. Yeah, RIP, man. Just be safe, though, as as also, you know. Because I'm sure you've seen reports. You know, if you need a ride or you need to drive, somebody needs to get you, just get that. Call a friend. Call an Uber. There's too many. There's too many sources out there for anybody to drive, in, un, you know, impaired. 
and Easton Stick is a baseball bat? That's the answer. That's the answer. Is that where his name came from, I guess? Probably. Why is he a football player? I don't know. Because he's playing quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah, uh, playing is, is a very generous word. But What do you take out of this audio? We're coming down to the final stretch here, four weeks. So the mentality has been just whatever we can do to get better. Uh, I think everyone in the receiver room has been in a little bit earlier this week. Um, we're watching film more with the quarterback. So just small things like that um, that you do anyway, or just a little bit more of it. What stands out from those film sessions? I know there was a lot of talk about alignment this week, checking with refs, checking with Pat. There was a play in the red zone that people were looking at. What stands out from those film sessions that y'all added in? Uh, just getting back on the same page with the quarterbacks, just making sure that every look uh, that we see it exactly as they see it, hearing it straight from Pat's mouth instead of hearing it from the quarterback, and then he tells somebody and then tells somebody just you know, exactly on the same page what the quarterback wants on every play from us. I don't know what you take out of that. Not much. But Not it's much. interesting that the two things that stick out to me are we're getting here a little bit earlier. I don't know if that's just the case when it comes to the final month of the season. And also, we want to hear it coming straight out of Patrick Mahomes' mouth, not the quarterback telling somebody else and then telling us. So, where, where what are we What does that at? even mean? You know what I mean? Like, where are we at with that? Yeah. Like, does that mean that, like, the quarterback is getting a pri- – I, I don't know. I, I, I see this as – Two things. One, they're just done with whatever they were doing because it's clearly not working with a communicative process. And two, they've finally gotten to a point where it's like, all right, this is a championship-style team. We have a very good defense, maybe the best defense in the NFL, and we have an offense that puts up numbers. We just have mistakes that are killing us on the offensive side, excluding this receiver room. Kadarius Tony has two games where it's been costly. There's been drops. There's been plays where people are running the wrong routes. And now it's like, we know the quarterbacks nine out of 10 going to put the ball where it's supposed to be. It's up to us to be there for it. And obviously when you have the talents of Patrick Mahomes and you have the talents of Andy Reid on this team that can really guide you to a playoff session. The thing you have to do is you got to stop shooting yourself in the foot. And I don't know if it was the breaking point that caused that or if it was the temper tantrum on the sideline that made him, you know, kind of wake the team. But to me, this is something where maybe that's a good thing, right? Like very, very, very few times would, you know, my dad raise his voice. But I knew that when there was a tone of voice from either he or my stepdad, I knew it was one of those things like, oh, okay. Somebody's pissed and I need to be better as a kid and I need to not do these same mistakes because it might not have been me like, you know, accidentally putting a hole in the wall by being careless and rambunctious. It might have been other things that led to that. And I know that my actions have frustrated the person that I'm supposed to be supportive around. So I knew at that point, okay, what do I need to do to not have this outburst happen again? Because it's clearly affected over time. I understand what you're saying. But the problem is we are now three-quarters of the way through the season. Yeah. Getting there earlier than normal to watch film and everything. I mean, what at this point, what is what is that going to do? And like you said, a majority of their problems, I mean, aside from the route running, are things that have nothing to do with the film. It's shooting yourself in the foot with penalties. It's It's dropping the ball. Right. Like, those are things that it doesn't matter how early you get there or not. Those, those are just basic things that just should not be happening. I mean, for me, it kind of, it more comes back to, Mm -hmm. and this could be a whole other conversation, lack of accountability, 
really just lack of, 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 of accountability. Like last year, I think, I think, and this is my personal opinion, we miss Eric Bieniemy. He was the dog that got in their face when they screwed up, uh-huh. held them accountable, and made them pay attention to details. And sure. I think that is one of the biggest things that are missing this season is the attention to detail. Okay. You want a red ass on the sideline. I think they need that. Somebody asked in the text line who was talking in that audio. That was uh, Justin Watson. And the audio was from Aaron Ladd's Twitter or X, Aaron Ladd of 41KSHB, who joins Carrington every Tuesday at 2.30. Um, I do like that response, though, more than what we got from MBS last weekend, where that didn't seem <laughs> like agree. there was any accountability, like you had mentioned. And this is one of those things where, you know, players can be as vague as they want, right? And, and most of the time they are. But there was a little bit of detail there. You know, like, hey, we're going to get here a little bit earlier. We're going to, you know, try to get things right. We're going to stop, you know, doing these things. I still believe that that play at Green Bay where Mahomes threw the interception, that was a wrong route run by Sky Moore, in my opinion. Uh, Kadarius Tony lining up off sides. I get it. He said today in the locker room, you know, there was no warning. There was no whatever, but we're over it. We're moving on to New England. It's, it's you know. Uh, he didn't really take it. He didn't deny, but nor did he accept accountability for it. Right. But it's also one of those things where it's like, hey, Canarius, what are you going to do every time you get on the offensive side and get to the line of scrimmage? You're going to point to the referee and you're going to wait until he says something. And the best part about all of this is, Julio, you're still eight and five. You're still in first place in your division. You got four cakewalk of a game left in your schedule. And it's still the regular season. Everything's like, still out in front you, of them. You can make these mistakes yeah. and not go home. Whereas these teams like Baltimore, they play that game they played last week against the Rams at home. They may not win that game in the playoffs because people will press more. People that have lack of experience will be like, oh, man, this is the playoffs. You know? Whereas the Chiefs, more experienced than anybody else in the AFC, which is completely drunk at this point. By the way, if you were wondering, the Vegas Raiders. They're up 28 to zero. Uh, six minutes to go in, in the second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. 28 zero. And uh, the funny thing about this whole thing is John Ewing of MGM betting said, Brandon Staley gets fired, gets a sweet buyout, spends the weekend in Vegas. Could be worse. <laughs> do, do they fire him before he gets on the plane home? If they even take a plane? I don't know because a lot of people have said, you know, somebody responded to my tweet. I said, so Brandon Staley gets fired early Friday morning. The Spanos family have never fired a coach mid season to my knowledge and are so cheap. They will let it run the course of the contract to avoid the buyout. I mean, look, it's kind of Staley. If there's ever a time for them to pull the trigger on something like that and change it's now. Yeah. Enough's enough, man. Have some pride in your organization. Coming up on the other side, Rasheed Rice. We have a milestone watch for the next four games. Does he get there? I think he does. The number's not as high as you think to reach this pivotal point in a young man's career, especially at wide receiver, something no rookie has done for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm Dusty Likens. That's Julio Sanchez. You are kind because you are listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. All right, stop. 
doing? Cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny, but yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. 35-0 Vegas Raiders. Uh, you were half-hearted kidding that they would cover the over-under just by themselves by halftime. That is definitely on the table. There's 344 left. It is already <laughs> uh, second and 10 um, for the Chargers. How embarrassing. This is legit. Like, I'm embarrassed for them right now. Isaiah Spiller is running the ball for the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, okay. So they've already put their backups in, too. You know how they, uh, like, if a player's injured, and they want that. Like, you saw an example of this on Monday Night Football this week with Tyreek Hill. Like, Tyreek Hill hurt his ankle, and he was just standing by Mike McDaniels the whole time, but somebody else had his helmet. Like, the equipment manager has his helmet. So, like, a player's injured, and they don't want him to go back out there. They just take away the helmet because the obvious, you can't be on the field without a helmet. They should literally take away Brandon Staley's headset at halftime. Has there ever been a coach fired at halftime of a game? No. Because that should happen right now. This This is legit. This is legit embarrassing. This to is to an Aiden O'Connell-led Vegas Raiders team. I mean, I get come it. On. Keenan Allen's not playing. Justin Herbert's out. Oh, but come on, man. This is a team that quit. You're professionals. The one thing that we know is that when a team quits, the product on the field goes away, and you just can't have that because they still have three games left after this. How many of those guys, <laughs> when they're on the plane up. ride home, get a text from their wives, and it says? Hey, I got us two tickets to Belize or Fiji or some exotic location for January 9th. They are booking their vacations on the ride home tonight. Mm-hmm. They're, they're already booked by the wife. Or that. And I don't know how, you know, couples do things. I know a lot of successful couples, it's a it's a joint partnership. But a lot of times in the past, what I've heard is like, you know, the women will kind of always, you know, deal with the flights and be like, ooh, I want to go here. It's like, all right, well, let me know what you think, and then we can kind of brainstorm and put together. This is one of those situations where, like, if you're a player for the Los Angeles Chargers, no matter what your lady, partner, friend, whatever says, you're good with. Just get me the F out of here. Yeah. It doesn't matter where I go. It just can't be here. Do you think Brandon Staley is employed tomorrow at 9 a.m.? Because it's the Chargers organization? Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, I do. What a laughing stuff. Should be Should he be? No. But will he be? Most likely. What do you think of Rashid Rice, by the way? Like him? I think he's got a very high ceiling, man. Do you think he is? Very high. Do you think he's somebody that fans should be comfortable with going ahead to buy the jersey? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean. Like, he, I know there's a lot of people that probably would want to buy, like, an Isaiah Pacheco jersey. Don't. Right. I don't say that because don't support him, but I'm saying like probably not going to be in that, you know, on that team in three and a half years. Yeah. That's just the way that the NFL works. The wide receiver position is different though. Right. And And a lot of guys, you know, people are like, well, I bought a Tyree kill jersey. Yeah. But you got like six and a half years out of that. jersey, And he will be in the ring of honor. Like his, his jersey will be up there. And you can always be like, well, you know, he was a chief first played here, won a bowl here, his only bowl here was here for more than three and a half years. Like Isaiah Pacheco, I don't know. I would assume the running back market, they just don't get paid. You can find, I mean, he was a seventh-round pick out of Rutgers. So, I mean, you can find those guys in the draft. But this is uh, this is interesting about Rasheed Rice. 663 yards on the season. He is 337 yards away from 1,000 yards. Would be the first rookie in Chiefs franchise history to do so. 
right? Uh, I think Dwayne Bowe had the most. I think he had 997 yards as a rookie. Um, Rasheed Rice needs 337 yards. Rasheed Rice has definitely shown an uptick in production over the last three weeks, which is what a lot of us media people in Kansas City were screaming. Get Rasheed Rice more snap counts. Get him more targets. Get him that trust and that, that system with Patrick Mahomes. Rasheed Rice's last three games, 10 targets, 9 targets, 10 targets. 8 catches, 8 catches, 7. 107, 64, 72, two touchdowns sprinkled within those three weeks. I get it. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to have drops. He's a rookie. What you want to see from that is clean that up a little bit. And if he has 1,000 yards receiving, that's nuts, right? Because before he had 10 targets in that game against the Raiders three weeks ago where they won 31-17, the most targets he had had the entire season was seven. And that was all the way back in week three. There was a few fives, one six, some twos, some fours, and the snap count wasn't there. But in the last three weeks, it had been clearly, evidently obvious that Rasheed Rice is that dog in that locker room. And one thing that I had asked all year long is in that locker room of receivers that had been playing below par, no one had really shown, like, let me be the guy. Give me a chance. I'll be your number one. You can trust me when you throw it my way. There's been three weeks, and Mahomes has targeted him 10 times, 9 times, 10 times. 30 targets almost in three weeks. Eight catches, eight catches, seven. 663 yards receiving, 320 or 337 yards away from 1,000, plus six touchdowns. If Rasheed Rice can have 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns at the end of the season and go into the playoffs as, like, your legitimate number one wide receiver, that's more of a positive thing that you can see as this season kind of cooks towards the end because there's four weeks left. You get New England, you get the Raiders, you get the Cincinnati Bengals, and you get the Chargers. And if the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell can beat the Ra- can can beat the Chargers thirty-five to zero at a halftime score, you'd have to think that if Rasheed Rice does have to play, and you're really trying to play for that two or maybe the one seed, that you're going to use him a lot in that game. And then if you're up by a lot at halftime, you sit. But three hundred and thirty-seven yards away from a thousand is an impressive feat for a rookie who really didn't get going until about week thirteen in the NFL season for the Kansas City Chiefs. We wrap this show up on the other side. I get to my final thoughts. I have two, two final thoughts. One's kind of hilarious. The other one is sarcastically hilarious. That's Julio Sanchez. I'm Dusty Likens. We get out of here after this other side of the conversation. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. Do you want to get out? I do love this song, by the way. When I was a kid, I thought it said sit down on it, which is dirty. It's pretty close to the same thing, isn't it? Is it? I thought this was about getting down on the dance floor. Get down on it, sit mm-hmm. down on it. I mean, it's pretty close Whatever to the same thing. Whatever you want to do, you know? You know? 35-0, Raiders over Chargers. They kick a field goal. They cover the spread by themselves in one half. That is two weeks in a row where the over-under was less than 40 and both covered. So take note. 
I've uh, already thrown away my uh, receipt for my parlay tonight. Yeah, just, yep. By the way, I did Never see happened. a buddy of mine sent me a screenshot of a in-live uh, game cast. And it said, Austin Eckler runs up the middle for some out of yards. Play was to uh, was declined because there was offensive offsides on Gerald Everett. Oh, imagine that. They so, do call it. So they do call it. Now they're nice. just going to call it all the time. But at least they called it in the first half, you know? Touchdown, Raiders. Uh, 42-0 oh no. at half. At half. Fire Staley. He's got to go, man. He's got to go after 42 this. 42-0 at half? How many times have the Raiders scored 35 this year? I'm guessing none. Aiden O'Connell passes deep to Tucker for 20 yards. They're being torched by Aiden O'Connell. 42-0. to zero. Aiden O'Connell's out here looking like an MVP candidate. It's not even halftime yet. 31 seconds still remaining. God, 42 to zero. Uh, we always end the show with my final thoughts. Uh, I guess we can add a third. There is no way that Brandon Staley's key fob should work at SoFi tomorrow morning. No way. Like, no way. Denied access. Eh, something's got to be wrong. Denied access. Eh, something's wrong. Now, nah, man, you're fired. Gotta be. I know the charges are cheap and they don't want to buy him out. But sometimes you just got to do it. Maybe he should pull a gill mesh and give half of his contract back. Just a piss poor job at head coach. We should have seen this coming when he told that reporter, I'm going to continue to call the defensive plays. The other thing that's funny is he's a defensive guy. I don't care if half of your team is out due to injury. Welcome to the NFL in week 15. You're getting beat 42 to zero by the Raiders. They scored 21 points in two consecutive quarters and your team has turned the ball over four times. They're done playing for you. Is this considered a blowout? Good hell. Um, My final thoughts. One is, do you like cheap tickets? Because if you do, and you live in Carolina, you can get a cheap ticket. How cheap, you might ask. If you want to sit in section 532, row 18, or row 20, or 533, row 19, Julio, do you want to guess how much that ticket costs for Sunday's game? I've already seen this, so I don't want to ruin it for people. 45 cents. Uh, That's awful. It costs more to print that ticket or to send that ticket via phone than it does to go to a game. 45 cents. That's not fake. That's a real number for a ticket to a game. For an NFL game. Mm-hmm. 45 cents. Problem is, you still have to pay for parking. Mm-hmm. You might have to pay for food and everything in there. I mean, oh, there's other expenses darn, you're that come gonna with You're going to spend $35 total? I mean, do you really want to go and spend your entire day watching the Panthers play? Do mm-hmm. you think they regret who they drafted as their number one pick? I'm betting yeah. so right now. Adam Schefter just tweets. A a Raiders team that did not score a point last week scored 42 tonight in the first half. It is the largest Raiders halftime lead in franchise history. (laughs) They're five and eight. Yeah. What's crazy is Carolina plays Atlanta. So maybe you want to go watch Bajan Robinson. Maybe you want to go watch Kyle Pitts try to, you know, revive his career. Not with that offense. Okay. The other thing that's a final thought of mine is... Am I the only one that is Team DeVito? Speaking of playing better, 
wild Monday night game. Tommy DeVito has the Giants rolling. They've won, what, their last three or four games? They started out cold, but they are rolling. The Italian almost caricature that is happening, which is awesome. I love it. Sometimes you just got to embody the city you're in. Look at Tommy DeVito's agent. Guy looks like he's just made a fortune off of insurance claims. I mean, is this legitimately his agent? It can't be his actual agent, right? That's got to be like a friend or a brother or something, right? It can't be his actual agent. Agent, dude. No way. He's all over the place right now. He's everywhere. That's his agent. That's incredible. Forget about it. I like Tommy DeVito. I like everything about Tommy DeVito. Very rarely do we get fun, entertaining, half-hearted quarterback stories. DeVito's one of them. The jacket he wore to the game the other day, that pink puffy looked like a Furby from the 90s. Swag. His family that puts a tailgate spread together every game and then feeds the fans of the parking lot. Awesome. Not only that, if that really is his agent who looked like a mob boss on the sidelines the other night, then, I mean, the story just gets sweeter. Let him ride it out. Let him have fun. Enjoy the DeVito story, you know? It's this year's surprise. I love it. Nice little mashup of songs there. That's why they call me a DJ. Every time you hear this song of Paul Simon singing Julio down by the schoolyard, or me and Julio down by the schoolyard, you know this show ends because he's the man on the other side. Thanks to Julio Sanchez tonight. Thanks to all the text line. Thanks to everybody that listened. Kansas City, I always will love you. I'm never going to be a down guy on this radio station, that one caller or texter. They just got it wrong. It's okay because it's a holiday season. Be nice. Cheer up. A lot of stress going around. A lot of money being spent. You know you can come here and vent. I'm always here for you. Always here to tell you to go do nice things for people. Hold the door open. Tell them they're beautiful. Say a nice comment. Do something nice. It can change their day, week, month, or year. You just never know because it's cool to care. I'm Dusty Likens, Kansas City. Enjoy Paul Simon. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Oh, and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning on Fesco's Roundtable starting at 910. I'm out of here, Kansas City. Have a good night. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views, and by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio.